speaking of love it, welcome back everyone to another episode of I Can Do This All Day. I'm Dan, the part-time Avenger, and that is Fuzzy Mark, the resident Jedi. Hello there. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm fuzzy because of poor internet or if I'm fuzzy because of our topic today. We're taking it to the animal kingdom via Columbia, and we're going to talk about cocaine bear. Yes, cocaine bear. Uh, for those who follow our Instagram, uh, I did post some stories of when we went to go see this movie. And I say we because like we always talk about, we always talk about how we saw this movie. I took the family, my nine-year-old and five-year-old, along with my wife, to see this opening weekend. Mark, how did you see it? I uh, I would not take my two-year-old to this, so I uh, didn't waste babysitting capital. So I waited until it was on the Peacock, and I viewed it in the comfort of my own home with my wife, uh, like probably about a week ago. I also watched it on Peacock. So <laughs> great streaming service. And actually, you know what? It has some pretty solid movies. And uh, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with it. And when I saw that cocaine bear was on it and you wanted to do the movie, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it again. Let's, let's rock and roll this bitch. Oh man. Oh dude. I, so I, what were your expectations going into this movie? You know, you heard me talk about it and you saw that obviously I was going to see it and took the family, you know, parents across the world. They're probably just thinking like, we're so disappointed in you, but at the same time, uh, what are your thoughts uh, well, going into this movie? Some parents are disappointed. Some feel justification or telling their wives, look, Danny did it. It's okay. Um, My kids are still alive and fine and ready to roll and scared. of. One bears. of them does a lot of cocaine though. It's really weird. Oh uh, man. It, it just eating it, eating it by the package full. Um, but the funny part is it's just bread flour. Um <laughs> So just just a lot of gluten. Which is more dangerous, kids. More dangerous than cocaine. <laughs> um, so I think that my expectations of this movie were, I don't know. It got so much hype that I, I think I expect, I don't know what I expected. So I, I didn't go into it. I, I went into it expecting some level of blockbuster right like some something crazy right some some insane story um and there's not what we got and i was actually really pleasantly surprised at what we got um because it reminded me and this is going to be an ongoing theme for me it reminded me of 80s and 90s movies that exist just because not because they need to be tying together different parts of the universes or the multiverses or the infinity stones or any shit like that. This is a movie that is because somebody thought it was funny to do and they did it. And they heard a story about a bear and they decided to completely deviate from the true life story and make it funny and fun and violent and just like it is very old school and i love that about it like you don't see a lot of violent gory movies that are also hilarious anymore like they need to go into deep creepy scary stuff and this is this is the kind of movie that i i love 
So I was very happy to see that. So what you're saying is it's a family movie, which I took my family to go see. I don't know if it's a family movie. It all depends on the age of your family. If you've, you've, I will say this, your kids are fucking nightmare proof at this point. So, (laughs) I I mean, you're fine. my, My kid fell off a chair and has been talking about it for a week. So if I watch the bear eat somebody, it like the, the the like like he was assaulted by this inanimate object, and he will not stop talking about how it hurt him. I can only imagine what he would do if he saw this bear. Like no more zoo, no more yogi. It holy shit! Not once have my kids even mentioned that movie after we saw it so like in one ear out the other um i was pleasantly surprised so i did rewatch this for the podcast tonight and i was watching it uh, my oldest came home from school and he's like hey dad you watching the cocaine bear again like i sure am buddy okay <laughs> i'm like do you want to watch something else like no you can keep watching it it's fine <laughs> so cocaine so normally bear. yeah no, normally like a kid would be like fuck that i want to put on some some cartoons or some shit like that he's like that's how good my son is he's like you know what dad you go ahead and watch your cocaine bear movie i'll go play with my toys elsewhere you go and show yourself yeah, so not, funny he doesn't walk in the door and yell rubble and make you put on paw patrol what no what? absolutely not uh, but i will say like you were talking about someone thought of making this movie and for all those viewers who were not aware or have not seen the movie, this was done by and thought of by Elizabeth Banks. The same Elizabeth Banks who was in Pitch Perfect, and I believe directed one of the Pitch Perfects, who also did the most recent Charlie's Angels reboot. And uh, she's caught a lot of shit over the years because of her pro, um, pro-woman pro approach to movies and you know having a female-led movie with the Charlie's Angels movie. And she was just thinking like you know what in order for a movie to do good in hollywood it has to have a male lead or just be absolutely ridiculous and i think she found it she found the magic recipe to have that you know blockbuster hit for her so i think that you i think that you ignore some of elizabeth bank's best credits like the crazy bitch and the 40 year old virgin absolutely but she absolutely was great in that but i i want to you know and mary from zach and mary make a porno that was an awesome movie. Probably the most underrated Kevin Smith movie that's out there. Jersey Girl, but close. I still hear that it sucks, and I still have not you seen it. You need so. to watch it. I need to I win will... a podcast bet, and you'll watch Jersey Girl. Mother- I'll, I'll watch it without it, but if I can find a service that I don't have to pay money for to watch it, then I'll, I'll watch it. But um, yeah, so Elizabeth Banks, not trying to shrink her resume but that that was fairly recently she got a lot of flag and it was you know it was really cool for her because i actually enjoyed the pitch perfect movies her role in it and then when she directed it i thought they were entertaining movies and uh it was just kind of funny that you know she came out with charlie's angels which was supposed to be a pretty pretty solid hit for her ended up bombing at the box office and she was saying like yeah you know the box office is fucked because unless you have like a male male lead, women don't come out to support 
female-led movies and this is the problem and she i think she even said like you just need something ridiculous and you can make it have a money maker and she comes out with this so it's true though like I, I my take on it is i don't think i want to say this in a way that doesn't offend our primarily female listenership i'm gonna I, put i'm gonna put a thought bubble right here saying yeah. uh watch out for sexist comments. yeah no so. no i would i would guess that the statistics show that that other than I would think that men drive movies because I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like there's, there's Elizabeth Banks needs to do more rom-coms then if she wants to capture the, the women, the women at the box office. But you know, but those with... are all male led movies. Has there ever yeah. been a female led rom-com? Like I mean, it's debatable. It's debatable. Whoever gets top billing. But you know, Jennifer Lopez always got top billing for her movies, but I wouldn't say that but her she was movies... opposite of McConaughey. Yeah, but she I think she was top billed still. Mm, not all right, not all right, not all right. Uh, do you want to do you want to win an easy bet? I'll go out on a limb and say that Jennifer Lopez was top billed and Matthew McConaughey was not. I'm willing to just bet that right now. But all the other rom-coms that jennifer lopez have been in i believe she's been top billed so they're both across the top of the poster who is top billed though whose name first well lopez is on the left then that would be first build i gave you a potential easy win with mcconaughey in the movie but even i was right on that one there's some there's a bunch of other rom-com stuff with her like what was it the wedding planner or some shit that was the wedding planner with McConaughey oh that oh okay did you know she did a rom-com with Ralph with with fucking Voldemort no what was that made in Manhattan I do remember the name I didn't think that he was the the guy yeah who would want to see Voldemort in a rom-com he was a he's a pretty dapper guy when he has a nose not now you look at that guy all you think is Voldemort let's be honest I think Ray Fiennes is a badass in every movie that he's in (laughs) the King's Man was was he was awesome in that too but anyways rom-com Jennifer Lopez top build she wasn't top building out of sight with Clooney not a rom-com What? Not a rom com. <laughs> Out of sight wasn't a rom com. What it was? It was a. It, it, there was no. There was still romance. And romance. There's romance in every movie, but so getting back to Cocaine Bear. So I thought this movie was either gonna royally fucking suck, or this is gonna be the best movie of the entire winter or whatever it was when it came out. <laughs> like I was thinking, this is gonna be so awesome, but um. I didn't even know, like, obviously it says in the trailers based on a true story. Have you heard of the the historical accuracy of this? And like, did you know anything about it before watching the movie? And did you want to know what it was about? So 
I heard that there was there was things, right? I, I heard that there was uh there was there was a um a story about it. And because I didn't go see it in the movie in the theaters, I was just like, eh. And then I heard you don't need to know the story because they're not true to it. And my wife is a big true crime fan. So after we watched the movie, I asked her, I was like, so I know there's a real story. Do you know it? She's like, yeah, the bear found the cocaine and fucking died. Like the bear did not go on a music filled romp killing spree. So you you knew that before the movie? No, I I found that out after. But as Uh, I watched the movie, I thought in my head, hmm, hmm, hmm. I don't think that bears keep eating. They basically did Jaws, but with a bear. So Elizabeth had to hear Kevin Smith's idea for Moose Jaws, Jaws with a Moose, which is still in pre-production, and say, we should do Moose Jaws with a bear. I think it was uh it was the right call. I mean, I no, I, I I don't mind it. This is I feel like there's certain things missing from it, and and we'll get there. But a plot, a plot is missing for it. Well, like you, you, I don't it, think it, these kind of movies don't necessarily need a plot, though. Right. They don't need but a plot. That's what's missing. But it, no, no. So the thing that's missing. Okay, I'm gonna go into it already. You got me. So. <laughs> When I I remember certain versions of movies like this, right? There's a bunch of them that have been done, right? Crazy and man versus animal, essentially, right? There's movies like this. There's Jaws, the original, the absolute best. Still love Jaws. It's man versus fish. That's it, right? The whole goal, kill the fish. That's the plot. The fish eating people, they need to kill the fish. Richard Dreyfus is going to do it in the water. Uh, the other guy is scared of swimming. And then the crazy old Quint man has a lot of scars. Um, but either way, amazing movie. One of my favorite of all time. Um, and then you, you can either get serious like Jaws with these kind of movies, or you can go well off the deep end, like movies like Piranha or Piranha 3D or Piranha Double D. And and all of these movies with the crazy killing and the and the gore, they're either suspenseful or inappropriate in an R-rated borderline NC-17 fashion. And normally when they're campy, they include the, the, the latter. And I felt like this one didn't get overly suspenseful because you saw the bear right away. Like if you didn't, all they needed to do was not show the bear until the end. They could have Cloverfielded it, and it would have been way more suspenseful. But they showed sure. you the bear and how shitty the CGI was. And then it's just going crazy. And, I mean, if I take Piranha, which also had Christopher Lloyd in it, um, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm confused. So you have a problem with the movie? I don't have a problem with it. I felt like Elizabeth Banks missed the um, the chauvinistic overtones that this genre requires. Okay. 
<laughs> All right. Um, actor wise, in the like, I, I really don't I don't know where to go with that. Um, I feel like they were they made a movie that they wanted to make, and that was it. I don't I don't know. Well, it, I'm not so sure. it shows in my eyes, right? I don't think you could make that movie like the 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 overly inappropriate movie now. I'm surprised you can make this movie now, to be honest. Really? With the cast that they got. They got some pretty, like, decently high-named actors in this, right? Did you know the cast before going into this? I knew Ray Liotta was in it. Um, that was, it, like, the only one that I knew. Yeah, I was and like, I've... is that Carrie Russell? That That is the sole reason as to why... Besides us wanting, or well, besides myself wanting to review this movie after watching it, um, you have a couple of Star Wars tie-ins. You have Carrie Russell, and then yep. you have the guy who tried to be Han Solo, Alden Ehrenreich. Yep. And I, yes, I said that correctly. The guy who tried to be Han Solo. So yeah, I mean, he was it, in a movie called Solo. So yes, I love that O'Shea Jackson Jr. was in it. Yeah, gotta love Ice Cube son. And he has some acting chops. I've seen some other movies where he's in. Now, granted, this is not an acting chops movie, but uh, I enjoy him in the roles that he's played. My wife didn't know who it was. I'm like, that's Ice Cube son. She's like, oh, I can see it now. No, I, even Jesse Tiger, Tyler Ferguson being in. So I was like, really? Okay. Who the fuck is that? Jesse Tyler Ferguson? Uh, you might as well say. He's in Modern Family. And a bunch oh, of that guy, stuff. that guy, that guy. All right, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I've never watched Modern Family besides like the clips that you see on like YouTube and uh, Facebook oh, it's great. and stuff. It, it, I mean, for somebody who grew up on, uh, on, on, um, well, married with children. all in the family and married with children, um, seeing Ed O'Neill do that, and then you've got, um, uh, uh, uh just, the cast is amazing. The cast is great. You. Would it love. seems fun you would love yeah it seems fun um i had no idea who anyone else was except for and this actually got me excited to see it because he started uh, promoting it on his tiktok and instagram is scott sace if i'm pronouncing that correctly but he's the guy who does the angry ikea worker videos where uh, your PTO didn't get approved, then then all of a sudden the dramatic music hits, and he's like, "Well, it looks like I'm going to call out then, doesn't it?" <laughs> it's like such a such a funny, um, like a bu- funny series of skits that he has. And when I saw that he, I was when I saw that he was in this movie, I was like, "Oh, cool! I like that guy from his little videos that he does. I'll probably like him in this movie." And uh, yeah, I was I was correct in that. He's the ambulance dude scott sace sice he is however you pronounce it dude um i was i was excited when tormund giantsbane was in it but not by his overly crazy nerdiness how is it that they got the cool one of the coolest characters in game of thrones to be the biggest puss Uh oh so much (laughs) just like bro Bro, what is going on here with this? No, I agree. I, I was like, oh, come on. Um, and then how he survives until the end and then yeah. gets eaten. I don't understand either. 
I thought he was going to survive the entire movie, like just based off of that. I thought maybe they, if they wanted to do a sequel, they would bring him in and like, you know, cocaine walrus after that. And he's like, fuck, it's happening again. He goes to a, an aquarium at SeaWorld or something like that. And then they just, just dose the walrus with a bunch of heroin or something. But did you have anybody yeah. in this movie that stuck out as, I don't know who you are, but I like you. Um, no, not really. I recognized uh, a, a few of the people from the Americans, uh, the FX series. So the Forest Ranger, uh, she she was in the Americans along with Carrie Russell. And uh, the initial scene with Matthew Reese rocking the fantastic porn stash, just dumping the cocaine, rocking out to Jefferson Starship's uh, Jane. Yeah. And he knocks himself out and then he just fucking plummets to his death. But those three were my... Obviously, like, I liked the main characters uh, and the Americans. And then I thought that lady, the park ranger lady, was a, a really solid character in that, too. But no, I don't I don't know of anyone else um, that I was like, oh, I like them. I have no clue who they are. I get to go with Isaiah Whitlock. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew who he was. He's been in like everything. He's been in a lot, but I, I don't remember him. It, I, I don't know. It just, this one stuck out for me because I thought it was hilarious that you had it's just the premise was great. So he's listed on his IMDb as uh, a character, uh, an actor that is known for saying shit all different ways in his movies. I can so see he's, that. He's done that like, and, and I can't remember which movie it was, but He's playing, I want to say, like a cop detective, and he's like a, a cop in almost everything that he plays. And he's like, shit. <laughs> it's like, yep, that's the guy. That's the guy. Dude, he was in Goodfellas. <clears throat> yeah, he's been so, so many things. So many things, it's ridiculous. Yeah, no. I, I was, it, 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 and, and maybe he's, I don't know. He never stuck out to me as much as, I never wanted to be like, who the hell is that? The the whole the, the the spot up two fingers shot from on top of a gazebo yeah. with a snub pistol. I was like, whoa. The the writing and like the just the subtle core, not even subtle, but the not, nothing was subtle about movie. this movie, Dan. Nothing yeah. at all was subtle. There's a there's a few that if you're if you're laughing, you miss it. And so there's a few things that I, I was laughing in the theater. And I completely missed, you know, as I caught it on the second viewing and actually watched it like two and three quarters times, like like one and three quarters today, just to just to enjoy it for for this podcast. But the movie itself. All right. So let's go through the thoughts of everything. Um, (laughs) Thoughts on tourism and photography in a forest or national park setting. Is it just asking for trouble? I, I, and did so, these, so did these I, tourists been, deserve it? I, I've been screwed in a national park situation before. Um, literally had to have been rescued by park rangers. No kidding. No, no kidding. Not at all. Which park? Um, Red Rocks in Las Vegas. No shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went out there for the the for my cousin's bachelor party. And he wanted to go on a hike. So I'm like, yeah, I can do a hike, whatever. I mean, I'm not a small guy, right? But, I, you know, I'm, I'm, it's a hike. 
how to grab mountain climbing. Oh, I was wrong. That's pretty. Because one of his buddies, like, who who is his like CrossFit buddy, was like, "Let's go." And I'm like, "Well, the the trails over there. We don't need a trail. We're just walk." Huh? Okay, whatever. And I just, you know, there's that masculine thing where you just go, it's like, whatever. Yeah. So instead of staying on the trail, we just walk straight up this this fucking mountain. And going up, it was fine, but it was loose rock. So, and it was the middle. It was fucking the desert. Um. So we each had, we, we were like four of us with with at least a full case of water between the four of us, right? And I'm crushing water bottles as we're going, right, to, to stay hydrated. And we were going up and up and up to almost the, it's like the turtle rock out there, or the, 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 I don't know, something in that park. And we get pretty damn high. And we get to a point where I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get down off this. And I'm out of water. Shit. Um, so I'm with one of my cousins and he starts to go. The other two had our phones and were like way ahead of us. So they just kept going. We're like, oh, we'll come back around. Um, so my other cousin goes down. He's like, I'm going to try and find cell signal or something. And I'm like sitting on the side of this mountain on a big old rock. Like, well, it's really beautiful. But I have no idea how I'm going to get down without really causing myself great injury. And it luckily turned out about 300 yards one way was a trail that I could walk down. Right. But it was all this like loose rock between there and there. So think of gravel on an incline, trying to walk across it when your legs are like jelly. It was interesting. It was interesting. And uh, yeah, no, there were some other hikers that like we ran into that, that helped us out. And I eventually got an IV in the middle of a parking lot in the middle of the no shit. Wow. Yeah, no, it was stupid as hell. And then I went back to the casino and ate and drank my ass off for the next two days. Happy to be alive. But it was pretty cool. I was a very, in the, the, the part about it that I felt the dumbest or was the dumbest, right? Is I asked the Rangers while they were walking us out, right? Cause they came and found us and we're just like, you know, um, we'll walk you out. And then we'll, they tried to give me an IV on the mountain, but they didn't have the needle. So they literally popped the bag and dumped it over my head. And they're like, let's go. And that was invigorating. We just went. Um, <laughs> and I asked them, I'm like, do you guys see a lot of snake bites this time of year? And they're like, you didn't see any snakes? I was like, no. It's like, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't. And I was like, oh, shit. So, yeah, no, it was a really dumb thing that I did. It was really dumb. Uh, but yeah, no, well, I, uh, national is- park tourism is fun. It's not necessarily your fault. It's those other oh, guys that is. wanted to go off the trail. No, no right? it's I have I have I've fully take ownership of it because I think that we, we um there's a certain level of masculine idiocy that takes over that at some point you've got to be able to just say no I'm I'm not that dumb anymore and I didn't and I wouldn't fair enough fair enough um yeah I don't know like for those. Uh, at this point of the movie, which is fairly, fairly early on, I have no feeling of like, oh, I feel bad for those people. Uh, if, if anything, I'm just like, these suckers are asking for it. Like, you see a bear and you guys just 
sit there and try and take pictures of it. No, you get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, no. I don't know. Dude, so that- I walk the other way if I see a skunk. Yeah, like I'm, I, I'm not. No, I'm good. You keep your wild America away from me. And, and, and it's not like I'm saying I wouldn't go to a national park because I would. The the redwoods in California are on my bucket list for sure. Got to go visit Endor, basically. But it is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Dan. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it, it. I agree. Like, if you're not prepared to defend yourself from that animal. Which, I mean, that one, how, what are you, how are you packing that much? First of all, yeah. um, but yeah, no, get the hell out of there. You don't whip out your Polaroid or Kodak camera, you know, like that. You just get the fuck out of Dodge. I just don't understand it. So I was like, okay, you know what? They totally pussified Tormund. So he dude in game of Thrones, he would have killed that thing. With a stick and a rock and wore its fucking head as a crown. Yeah. yeah. And done all the cocaine. I was a little bit bummed that he wasn't, you know, more of that character. But good for him and being able to show his range. And you know what? He doesn't seem that tall next to that really tall woman that he was with. <laughs> so he, he just seemed like a normal guy. Oh, I love it. But there, there's a lot of goofy shit that happens. So uh, one of the things I want to talk about is just the the forest ranger just trying to get laid. And, you know, later on in the movie, she's just that much of a prick character that she's just an awful person. She ends up shooting someone in the head, trying to protect herself and other people from the bear. Uh, Top five moments in the movie. She's just right? unfazed, like. I, it was in the way. Where's the fucking bear? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no care in the world. She was there to get laid and kill bears, and neither of those happened. No. <laughs> no. Instead, she took a road to the face. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, what, so, thinking of, of that, let's let's go, um, since we're just on that topic right there, what did you think of the ambulance chase? The music made it amazing right oh so good because that's where we've already suspended like you know reality so now the bear is just fucking the flash like i wanted in my head the lee majors music from six million dollar man when the bear jumped would have been the most that would have been funny but yeah, doesn't the music makes it right? No, and that was that was on par with "Don't Stop Me Now" in uh, in 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 the zombie movie we reviewed the uh, the the Simon Pegg zombie movie. It was on par with just like this. This fits. This you fits totally perfect. could like yeah. The genius of that music though, and, and I'm not a fan of popular music. Unless it's like this type of romp where it's just absolute, just a good time. Um, you totally could have rescored that to where you have like dramatic music and it would have worked. You know, like, yeah, you change up a little bit of the dialogue, but the fact that you could totally do that and a bear's fucking chasing an ambulance, you put in another score, classical music score, where it's just like, you know, a bunch of violins just being very frenetic. 
it could totally work. But yeah, that that was just another favorite part of mine is where it's it started off strong with Jefferson Starship, another great song during this scene, and you know there's there's more great music that happens a little bit later on. But yeah, just fun stuff. I will only agree with your point on classical music if also you edit out any direct shots of the bear. As long I mean, as you don't see the bear, you can create the suspense. Sure, sure. But when they show you the bear right away, it ruins it. But the movie's about a bear that just ravages a bunch of people and a bunch of cocaine. Yes. So you have to see the bear. You got to get this Jaws stuff out of your head. It's not the Predator. It's not Jaws. It's, it's just a damn good time. This is like the Predator, the most recent or well, second most recent iteration of the Predator, <laughs> where it was just designed to be a good time, ridiculous romp, comedy. Um, unfortunately, that wasn't a great movie, but I still had a good time in it. I like that you assumed that I watched it. <laughs> I, I know you didn't. I know you didn't, because <laughs> I don't even think you saw Prey. Did you end up seeing Prey? The no, most recent? no, yeah. no. I so. mean, does it get better than Arnold? No. No. No, it doesn't. But I'm good. Then I'm good. I, I, I think I've seen the Jesse Ventura one once. <clears throat> Jesse Ventura is. Oh, the then, wait, movie. wait. Who's in two? Danny Glover. Yeah, I've seen the Danny Glover one once. It's it's very easy to get Danny Glover and Jesse Ventura confused. Well, you Carl, know? Carl, uh, Apollo Creed is in one of them. Carl Weathers is in the first one. Yeah. That's why I got confused. Yes. You got, okay. With Danny Glover, you got all right. <laughs> With '80s Danny Glover, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'll leave that one alone. So we'll go on to the next. I, I dude, I've like I said, I've seen it once and watched the Arnold one a bunch. So, oh man, I just yeah. remember that that it was a different character in the second one. It wasn't Arnold, and they Correct. tried to replace him with somebody that didn't make sense, like Danny Correct. Glover. Um. I agree with that. I think we should do a, a Predator revisit because I think you'd be surprised if you watched some of those movies again. But I think we going gotta back, start with Commando. I'll watch Commando. I'll, I'll do. You know what? Let's just stop this podcast right now. I can recite <laughs> Commando right off the top of my head. <laughs> but we'll we'll save that for another day. Um, but I want to hey, talk hey. about cool out, Danny. Hey. I, I am fired up. You you talk about Commando. There's something inside of me that just gets super excited about just with one <laughs> yeah. arm. Exactly. But I want to talk about kids skipping school and eating cocaine. Have you done either or? <laughs> uh, no. I haven't done either. No, yeah. no. I, I I didn't have anything better to do than go to school most of the time. Like did you have a senior ditch day? No. No? No. I want to say I did. No, they, they made a big deal about us not doing it. Huh. It was, some, it was, it was just some dumb shit, but no. That no. is dumb shit. And, and I, didn't go, I didn't go to a school district that was, um, that was cocaine rich. So there was a lot Fair of potheads in, in my school, but there wasn't. I don't remember the coke crowd. I yeah. did not go to that school. I don't know if Coke was even that big uh, when we were in high school. 
I the mean, scary thing is, is that heroin was heroin was big, which is crazy. I don't even think it was big. It, it, I don't know. It's way bigger now. Um, I, I don't remember anybody doing heroin when I was in school. I remember really? just I, a lot of potheads. I knew someone who OD'd Ugh. on heroin. It's sad, super sad. But and like I would have, you know, I in suburbia in my area where you know uh, of suburbia. I was just like, really? Heroin out here in the suburbs? Like, we're not in the inner city. Like, this is crazy. But yeah, man, unfortunately, unfortunately, really crazy stuff. Yeah, but I did think it was funny. It it, it reminds, it that, that scene definitely reminded me of when kids just lie about not knowing anything to seem cool. Of course. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. So do you have any, you don't have any, uh, trying to seem cool type of stories about about drugs or anything not like about that drugs not about no. drugs no no do you i had one i don't know if i i've talked about it on another podcast before but i during my junior year bought a t- bought a dime bag from someone on the wrestling team and it was like a weird thing. Or I'm sorry, no, no, no. It wasn't from someone from the wrestling team. Um, it was from a, a kid that looked like he sold drugs. And I was in this, like, you know, the depressed. Uh, I, I think I was just going through a breakup or something like I, I was. I was going through a breakup. And I was thinking, like, yes. What was his name? I, I cannot say his name. Okay. Honestly, I don't know if, if he's still alive. But um or were you making was it a, a really joke? hard breakup? Were you making a joke about my sexuality? I was. I you was. And you, you, you totally gave it to me for a minute there. So, um, um, but no, the, the girl, I think it was like the first serious girlfriend that I had. Um, but yeah, super bummed listening to the same third eye blind songs, like man. on a repeat on my CD you player. You step back from that ledge, my friend. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't that it was, uh, How's it going to be? And then whatever other songs it was. I was never a big jumper fan. Never. Not so much. Well, I celebrate their entire catalog of their first. Third, that's a good, it's a good CD. That third eye blind CD was, was a good CD, but um, yeah. So I ended up buying and this kid who I never really talked to during school, he just offers me like, Hey, you want to buy a dime bag? I was like, okay. Cause I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy this. And you know what I'm what I'm going to do with it? I'm going to smoke it after junior prom. And so, did he sing a song? Did he sing a song? Noinch, 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 oh, noinch. No, no, he definitely none of those kids were were not a cool. lot of musical kids in your <laughs> plenty of musical kids. This one was like just a a burnout. But um, hopefully, hopefully he's doing well. Maybe you're listening to the podcast, but uh, I don't know if you remembered it, but you totally sold me a dime bag in Spanish class. So thanks, Jim, if that's your real name. After junior prom, and by the way, junior prom, another story, because I had the shittiest date. So I ended up leaving my date at the dance and I just drive around for like an hour and a half. And I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and smoke this. You know what the problem is? I don't smoke. I've never smoked. I have nothing to wrap this weed in. Ah. So how is one going to smoke it if you don't even know how to smoke 
if you don't have anything to wrap it in, I'm looking through my glove compartment for like just random paper. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, I don't even know how to wrap it or how it works when you smoke it. So you know what? I'm not going to do it. So it was like a total bummer of a night. And, you know, I'm actually happy because I never, I never even touched the stuff, but I ended up selling the dime bag, not even making any profit just selling the dime bag on the next Monday to someone on the wrestling team. So put that in your non-drug and non-alcohol waiver that you guys signed at the beginning of the year. No, not a drug dealer. One would actually have to make a profit in order to be a drug dealer. So it's a, it's a failed transaction. It's a failed transaction. I'm just a drug reseller. Yeah. It was like the worst of reselling. Like even resellers make profit. So oh, I was too man. scared to, to do it. That is really funny. But yeah, that's it. Um, I didn't really skip school. I had a senior ditch day, but that's pretty much it. But um, I do want to talk about a couple of buddies in this movie. And that's Wannabe Han Solo and Ice Cube's son. Uh, what did you think of their characters and their interactions? So, if I was understanding this movie correctly, one was the son of Ray Liotta, and the other one was the um, like enforcer of Ray Liotta. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I I I thought that they were they were a low rent uh, Vincent Vega and Jules. <laughs> they were they were definitely low rent. But did you feel like it was necessary to have the plot about his kid and his wife just recently dying? And you know what I mean? Like, it seemed like a lot of backstory for something that didn't matter. I think that it gave clarity to somebody who would take risk versus didn't want to take risk. Right. And he wanted to, to move out. So he left pretty unscathed, whereas, as um, you know, Cube Junior uh, lost some digits, and and was put. If if they didn't listen to him, they would have been fine. But do you think that like, do you think they're trying to go for like a sequel or something? Because there's absolutely no reason for those characters to survive, or even, you know, like you have a lot of main characters right but at the same time who is it that the audience should be rooting for who is it that you know you actually take a liking to it's funny because alden ehrenreich's character is someone that you just feel bad for like he's just trying to mourn his wife he's he's in a shit show but he's also a shit father because he just left his kid with uh with his dad and then you have David, Ice Cube's son's character, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Um, his character is just there to do the work, but he's not like an awful guy. He just wants to get something to eat and he just wants to get the job. He doesn't even want to do this job. He doesn't, he doesn't want to mess up with Jays. Yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, it's just an interesting dynamic and I was kind of curious. That, that was the only thing that I would nitpick about this movie is that you have this character building of these two guys 
and they're not even the main characters. I think as an audience, you should be rooting for the mom trying to get her daughter back and then her daughter's friend. Yeah. But you find yourself rooting for these two guys who are, you know, low life scum gangster guys for uh, a drug dealer. And you still feel like, oh man, I hope they pull this one through. So you think they're going to Sharknado this motherfucker? I don't know, man. I, I feel like they can leave that open. You know, there is the, at the end of the movie where they've got the, the cocaine addicted cubs at the end. And, yeah, and the but mom. The, the problem is there's a limited supply of cocaine. And when it rains, it's all going away. But they did say at the beginning of the movie that there's a mountain that they always pitch those drugs off. And so they could just, you know, they can do it again. Like those cubs end up growing up like just instead of cocaine bear. What if it was called cocaine bears and it's the two cubs all grown up now. And, you know, you've got O'Shea Jackson Jr. and Alden Ehrenreich's kids that are now caught up in the the drug smuggling business. So the problem with that is simply the the aging of the bears versus the aging of the people. Yeah. Right. The lifespan of bears is much shorter, uh, even especially those that imbibe large amounts of cocaine. You're you're getting factual about this type of movie and a potential sequel. Like you're concerned about the aging of the bear. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> Definitely definitely oh my gosh that's funny though but i don't know i'm not saying that they would but they could if they wanted to they absolutely could fucking make a sequel print some more money do it you know like that's i I feel like that's what hollywood's doing now anyways it's like hey if it's a cash grab then it's a cash grab make it happen you know how are you feeling throughout this movie like with the violence the killing the humor are you having a good time? Are you bored? Are you like, what the fuck? I'm having a good time, but wondering why they're not going further. Like if you're gonna, if you're gonna speed, don't go five miles an hour over, go 20. Let's go. I I don't know. I've, uh, you really think that they didn't take it far enough where a bear dismembers like pretty much everybody, you know, grabbing, just bricks of cocaine doing it, passing out on someone. And I thought that they used the cocaine a little bit too much. Like the, the, the bear eating the full brick of cocaine without breaking the brick open was weird. And the, the reincarnated Papa, the sailor man with spinach move at the end with the cocaine also lost me a little bit. Because I felt that the volume to weight that the that the bear took, like after how much the bear had already eaten, like <laughs> isn't the tolerance a little higher than cocaine mist revives you? It was the first the first time that the bear had ever done it, so anything is going to feel it. Just opened up his receptors. The bear been doing receptors. it for like been on a five day binge. Was it five days? I thought it was like one day. I don't know, man. I don't know how like long Thorman Giants Bane was was camping. I'm pretty sure it was like maybe two days, maybe two days. Then the bear would still be fucking high. Yeah. So I I just wanted 
to be clear on this. So you have a problem that they're using too much cocaine in a movie called Cocaine Bear. Not too much. Just, <laughs> just, I don't know. I'm waiting for you to say like, you know what, when you put it like that, yeah, you're right. I think, uh, I think that was a, not a fair statement to say. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like they went to the well in the wrong order. Right? Like you 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 build up the amount of cocaine the bear does to let the bear get over the hump and win the day. Instead of giving the bear almost all of the cocaine in the middle of the movie and then at the end it doesn't take that much cocaine to revive it. What really needed to happen is the bear needed to get shot off the cliff into a pile of cocaine and like roll around and come up as a polar bear and fucking kill everybody. That would be kind of cool. Like that you needed funny. to you needed to there needed to be a a killing to cocaine ratio that was tangentially parallel to to growth, <laughs> right? But Instead, they they already did it was all over. They already did the cute polar bear joke with the kid and the two cubs. It's like they look like polar bears. <laughs> Yeah, no, they were cute. But then the other one could have been Ray Liotta, like, holy fucking shit, a polar bear. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I, I like that idea. That's a that's a good alternate ending or alternate And way don't to get show by. the bear right away. I, I don't know where you're going. Like, you want this movie to be serious? Is that what it is? I want a little bit of suspense. I want a little something. I want to feel there- a thing. There is suspense in it. Like, you don't know if that bear is going to dismember those kids, if they're going to, like, literally tear limbs off of of everyone. Like, it was so close to where it's like, ooh, is this person going to get it right now? Because everyone else did. I don't know. I feel like opportunities were missed. There could have been some really good just, yeah, there could have been a lot more inappropriate jokes in it that made it There's like it, it could have been great it could have been great so who are you rooting for in this movie the audience to get the best out of this movie i'm not rooting for anybody i'm just trying to i'm like you you know what's gonna happen it's formulaic we've seen a million of these movies from the 80s and the 90s i was just pleased to see a new one i was happy so you were able to go to the well so you thought that the bear was going to eat everyone? No, you know that you knew Carrie Russell wasn't getting eaten. You knew that the little girl survived or else that what, what are we going to see a movie about them finding a giant pile of bear shit with kids clothes in it? Like that's how they're going to end this. Of course not. So of you didn't think not. that you thought that O'Shea Jackson and Alden Ehrenreich were going to live. I mean, but they weren't. They were the henchmen. They, as soon as Ray Liotta showed up and, and let them leave, it was like, okay, well, Ray Liotta is going to get eaten in a really cool way, and I want to know what that is. And I was disappointed in it. So you, you mean being eviscerated and disemboweled by a bear? But the was bear didn't do it, it. It was eaten like a fucking velociraptor. That's what, that's what ran through my head. Jurassic Park ran through my head. They're, they're alive, or you're alive when they start to eat you. 
Oh man, that's so so interesting. I I, I feel like you want this to be an Oscar-worthy movie, and it's just supposed to be a fun romp. Presentation at the Oscars. Not every movie has a peaches in it, so not every movie is going to be an Oscar movie. But I'm just saying, like they missed tropes that were there and available. Where was the mama bear or the daddy bear? That was the mom bear. But where was the daddy bear? Why is cocaine bear got to be a single mother? Maybe it's Elizabeth Banks just trying to show. Maybe maybe it's just Elizabeth Banks trying to show female power. Yeah, right. And uh, it's just the mom bear. It's a very vaginal movie. My heart is (laughs) Mr. Lebowski. My heart is seen. It's very vaginal. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so we talked about Ray Liotta just a little bit this, this is his last role do you think not his last role it's not nope there's another Ray Liotta movie coming out is there really Ray Liotta three more movies coming out god this guy's like the next Tupac died just, one year uh, ago movies coming out for three years jeez amazing amazing like there, the, my guess is is there will at least be a movie next year that comes out with Ray Liotta in it. Uh, so as we come to a conclusion on this episode, um, anything else you want to talk about, whether it's the cast, the, the plot? Well, you anything? didn't tell me who you were rooting for. I was kind of just rooting for the bear. And I, I didn't, I mean, I knew that Carrie Russell and the kids weren't going to die. Um, I just wanted it to be like fantastical you know, just evisceration of everyone else, which is exactly what happened. I didn't, I thought that O'Shea and Alden were going to, going to bite it, but um, it was kind of cool to see them live to the end. So if they'd want to do cocaine bears or, you know, Ice Cube Jr. and Han Solo go to SeaWorld and they get into some weird shit where a whale gets into some drugs, I'll watch that. But there's no more whales at SeaWorld, Dan. Yeah, there are. They don't do an orca show, though. There's still whales at SeaWorld. Dude, if you got an orca higher cocaine, they eat everybody. Yeah, right? So, and I have friends that work for for SeaWorld, so I do not want them to to get into any trouble or make them feel like the podcast does not support SeaWorld. But I don't know. Either way. Have you watched Uh, Blackfish? I don't support SeaWorld. I have watched it and uh, yeah. But I think, I, I do think that we need to pitch Elizabeth Banks on our idea. <laughs> yeah. Cocaine. Orca. Got... Yeah. That would be funny. Hey, we're here. I and just... obviously Elizabeth Banks obviously listens to the podcast. So oh, yeah, it's, come on. It's, psh, long time. listener, up. First time caller. Exactly. Right. She's been since day one. Day one, Elizabeth Banks. I mean, who, 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 everybody was listening to our Spider Verse podcast. Let's be honest. Yeah. Before we end this, I, I have to ask you a question, Mark. Can you do this all day? So I enjoyed this movie. I was refreshed to see an old favorite genre brought back. But I'm going to tell you if I never see this movie again, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. In a, in a time, when movies like this don't play on repeat on cable and in a time where I don't just watch cable, 
right? I don't see me seeing this film again for really any good reason. Okay. But but Fair I'd enough. love to hear your thoughts. Are you is are we gonna get are you like first in line for the DVD? Where are you at? Um so I thoroughly enjoyed this movie in a theater. I laughed. I had the what the fuck moments where I would say it out loud in front of my kids. And then I would tell them immediately, don't say what dad says. But um, I watched it again and again on Peacock. And I, I urge our listeners to use that pronunciation of that network, Peacock. And I had a good time again. I had a good time. But I will say that I have a very similar sentiment as you that, you know, I watched it for the podcast. I don't know if I will ever pick this up again. If someone were to ask me like, Hey, did you watch cocaine bears? Like, yeah, it was a good time. You should check it out. But me personally, I think I've, there might be a little bit more that I might appreciate from rewatching it maybe again sometime in the future, but I've watched it, you know, almost two times just today and then once in theaters and uh it was just a a fun theater experience i think you definitely get a different experience in the theater with everyone else especially on an opening weekend but no i cannot do this all day even though i i thoroughly enjoyed the movie okay yeah yeah more likely to watch again cocaine bear or nothing but trouble cocaine bear (laughs) hands down Okay. I tried. Hands fucking down. I tried. Dan Aykroyd, fuck you in that movie. <laughs> I cannot wait till our next romp. But until then, I'm Dan the Part-Time Avenger. That's Mark the Resident Cheddar. Don't forget, everybody. Cocaine and bears. Not good bedfellows. Don't give your cocaine to bears. Like, subscribe. Tell us what movies we should watch next. Tell us your favorite movie, Bear. Tell us what we we missed. There's got to be a movie, Bear, out there that's almost as good as The Great Outdoors, Bear. But I doubt it, because that bear had a big red ass. And on that note, we will see you next time.